I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. Been over a month since you've heard my voice, and the last time you did listen to a podcast, you heard me explaining that I was going to the Calgary Expo to possibly meet Spawn artist Todd McFarlane. And uh, the reason there hasn't been a podcast was because only yesterday did I finally get out of that goddamn line. Okay, that's that's actually a lie, and I hope that you realize that. Uh, I did try to meet Todd, but then I realized that the uh, waiting time for him was about four hours. And I'm not going to wait two hours in line to uh, just just to get into one show so that I can spend another four hours waiting in another line just so I can get an old Batman comic he worked on signed. You, you know, that, that, that that's just not my thing. I mean, I don't know about the rest of you. Maybe that's your thing. Go for it. But... Uh, no, that, that, that's just not for me. I, I met a lot of other artists, not as big as Todd, but, uh, you know, if they're signing my comics in, you know, two seconds, we've actually got five minutes to chat. Yeah, we're going to do that instead. But uh, let's talk about some things that I might have uh, missed because of the lack of podcast activity. Anthony Joshua beating Vladimir Klitschko. Holy crap. Who the hell thought that Vladimir Klitschko would look so good in a losing effort? Ugh, I mean, one of the best heavyweight fights I've seen in recent years. And what an atmosphere, too. 90,000 people turning out just to watch this. The whole thing, the, the, the fireworks, the pyrotechnics, it's just Wow. Oh, it's kind of hard to believe, like, wait a minute, a heavyweight title fight that was exciting? And and a heavyweight title fight involving Vladimir Klitschko? What the hell is this? Now, the only thing I'm not, not too crazy about, and this has nothing to do with the fight that happened, but it's more about uh, afterwards, and that is, is there going to be a rematch? Because Klitschko has a rematch clause, and apparently that is what's going to happen. Personally, if I were Vladimir, I don't think that's the wise decision. What I think Vladimir is doing, I think that this is probably his exit strategy. That he figures, okay, you know, I did have Joshua down on the canvas. I was in control of the fight, but he was able to rally, stop me. What Klitschko probably wants to do is beat Joshua and then retire. I would not have been surprised if, had he won uh, the fight, if he announced his retirement then and there and said, okay, you know what, that's it for me. I'm done. I'm riding off into the sunset. 20 years I've been doing this. Time to leave. But I wouldn't be surprised if, win or lose this rematch, if it does happen, I wouldn't be surprised if he announced his retirement then and there. But I, I just, it, personally, if I were Vladimir, I would say, you know what, let's try to build up a rematch more. Let me go up against a, uh, a contender or something. L- let me face somebody who does have a belt. Maybe Deontay Wilder. I don't know. But I'm not sure if an immediate rematch is the right decision for Vladimir. That, that, that's just my opinion. I mean... 
it, it's just so hard to believe that, wow, he looks so good in this match and he lost and people are, are still telling him, you know, regardless, that was one of your best fights I've ever seen you in. You, you look so great. You were so good. It's weird the way that losing can sometimes work like that. I remember Jermaine Taylor, after he lost to Kelly Pavlik, people told him, you know, that was the best fight we'd ever seen you in up to that point. And, ugh, you, you don't want to squander all the good you did, but at the same time, you don't want people saying, oh, your best effort was when you lost. No, you would like them to say, your best effort was when you won. So, I don't know. Regardless, I hope that if uh, a rematch does happen, that it can somehow live up and even exceed the atmosphere and excitement of the first fight. I should note that as of this recording, uh, Sky Sports Boxing has sent out a tweet, or rather that happened 20 hours ago. They sent out a tweet saying that the AJ Vladimir Klitschko rematch is happening and a bunch of worldwide venues are being considered, but nothing is official yet. Moving on. Sergey Kovalev versus Andre Ward 2. Why am I why is there not a lot of uh promotion for this fight? I, I don't get it. There was one thing uh that HBO put out on their YouTube channel. I watched it a couple days ago and I had to stop a few times. Because it was so disgustingly, nauseatingly biased towards Andre Ward. It, it, it seemed that uh, for every one person that spoke in Sergei Kovalev's favor, they had five or six who had to speak in Andre Ward's favor. And I thought, why are we hearing from all these people in Ward's camp? W what are they going to say? that isn't, you know, shockingly biased for Andre Ward. Why aren't I hearing from sports writers? Why aren't I hearing from people who watch the fight? And I'm not saying just random people, but, like, why don't we get some sports writers? Like, I know a lot of people don't like him, but Dan Raphael from ESPN, why wasn't he on this? Why weren't we getting Jim Lampley for this? He, he showed up in the 24-7, but why... Wasn't he on this preview show? The preview show was disgustingly biased. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I just couldn't stand it. The 24-7 was a lot more balanced. I, I just watched the, the uh, full episode of 24-7, which was uploaded uh, just an hour ago to the HBO Boxing YouTube channel, which is a smart thing that uh, I suggested they do years ago, but I'm not going to take credit for that, even though I should. Uh, it's a lot better show than the preview show. And also, like I said, it's just more balanced. The, the only thing that kind of stood out to me from the preview show was uh, something that John David Jackson, who is the trainer for Sergei Kovalev, something that he brought up. And it, it addressed something that I had noticed uh, during the course of the fight. Because if you watch the fight, whenever they cut to Kovalev in the corner uh, in between rounds, I noticed John David Jackson must be really quiet. It, or not must be, he is really quiet. He's not saying anything. And I thought, okay, maybe it's because he knows, well, you know, he's doing exactly what he needs to do. He's in control of the fight. 
why do I need to talk to him? You know, I could just tell him, hey, good job. Keep doing exactly what you're doing. Breathe in and out. Do that. You don't need to yammer for 60 seconds straight. But uh, then John David Jackson said this during the preview show. I'm with the fans. You know, uh, a big secret from this fight here. Honestly, Sergey brought another guy in from Russia to speak. So during the fight, I was limited on what I could say. So now, how are you going to limit me on what I can say when, I, when I've devised a plan for you to fight this kid? Now, you're going to another guy. I don't know what he's telling you. I've never seen him fight. First time I've ever seen him in my life, so I know he's not a boxer. That's the puzzling thing. It's like, why would Sergey bring this guy in to to do what exactly? To I don't know. And they, they, as far as I know, they don't ask Sergey about it. So there's never a full explanation. And... It might be to add to the drama that uh, apparently, according to John David Jackson, he was approached by members of the Ward camp to join Ward's team, and Andre Ward's team is saying, no, it was John David Jackson who wanted to come work for us. We never reached out to him. We we did make an offer, and it, it's, just a, it, it's just unnecessary drama, but... Like I said, in regards to the promotion of this fight, you would expect that there would be a uh, a face-off. And there was one scheduled uh, for Ward Kovalev 2, but there was just one problem. Andre Ward never showed up. It was to take place uh, on a Sunday. It was the day after Canelo Alvarez versus Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. It was supposed to take place that day, Ward was in Vegas for the Chavez-Canelo uh, fight. They spoke to him at ringside. And the next day, when this face-off is supposed to take place, he gets out of, he gets out of uh, Nevada, goes back to California. So, I don't know. Maybe it's mind games on the part of Andre Ward. But, uh, in my opinion, it's just unnecessary. It doesn't do much to endear him to a boxing public that... I'm sorry, he's not as big a star as he could be. If you think about it, he could be a much bigger star than he already is, and yet nobody outside of boxing knows who he is. The, the last American male to win a gold medal at the Olympic Games and... You know, a two-division champion, whether or not you thought he won the fight with Kovalev, regardless, nobody knows who he is. And that's sad. That is incredibly sad. And let's move to some more news in the light heavyweight division. Adonis Stevenson made very, very short work of Andrew Fonfara, knocking him out in only two rounds. Oh, yeah. The, the, The fight was... I'm sorry, I'm just watching these uh, quick replays on YouTube in a bit of a loop of the second round because Stevenson can't miss with the left hand. I don't know what the hell was going on in the training camp or leading up to the fight. Maybe Fonfara was just out on his feet by the time the second round came around because Stevenson had knocked him down the first round. But Virgil Hunter who is a trainer of Funfar, immediately got up on the canvas, threw in the towel. Short, easy work for Adonis Stevenson, making the eighth defense of his light heavyweight championship. Now, 
I, I said this years ago because I, I, uh, I'd been paying attention to Andre Ward and Virgil Hunter, and I thought, you know what? Virgil Hunter is going to become sort of like Emmanuel Stewart and Freddie Roach. He's going to be the new hired gun trainer who people are going to bring in after a few losses to help uh, revamp and revitalize their careers. But I'm sorry, unless your name is Andre Ward, I don't think Virgil Hunter is the right trainer for you. But that's a moot point. Who is next for Adonis Stevenson? Well... In a perfect and just world, it would be whoever wins the uh, rematch between Ward and Kovalev. But as you all know, we do not live in a fair and just world. So, and also because Stevenson is signed to Al Heyman. So, chances are it's going to be that Elidor Alvarez, who beat Jean Pascal this uh, past weekend as well by 12-round majority decision. Uh, you know, it would be nice if uh, we just, uh, God damn Al Heyman, you know, unfortunately, as soon as a fighter is signed to him, you think, oh, well, I like seeing them fight, so that's not going to be happening often, and now, you know, forget any big fights with other people who aren't signed to Al Heyman, because that's just not the way it works. Uh... I would be absolutely shocked if uh, a match was somehow made between Stevenson and the winner of Ward Kovalev 2. Shocked. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I. It, it would blow my mind. It would blow the whole boxing world's mind, but it, it's just not going to happen. So, I don't know why we talk about it. And another thing that... Uh, I don't like to talk about, but uh, I've had a few people at work ask me about because they don't follow the sport. Is why why aren't I talking about the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight? The short and simple answer is I don't talk about imaginary fights that aren't going to happen. Okay, moving on. Now, I'm going to stop talking about a fantasy fantasy fight that's never going to happen, and let's talk about an exciting fight that is going to happen, and that is Adrian Broner going up against Mikey Garcia at 140 pounds. As soon as I heard this fight had been announced, I got really excited. I thought, this is going to be awesome! You've got the unbeaten uh, three-division champion and current uh, WBC lightweight champion, Mikey Garcia, Moving up to 140 pounds, facing Adrian Broner, who is 33-2 and two with 24 knockouts. This is happening July 29th. This, I don't know why, but it's just really exciting. And uh, I've talked to a few other boxing fans online, and they're just as excited. I really hope that Adrian Broner rises to the occasion on this. And he, he's acknowledged it himself. He's, uh, there's an article on Boxing Scene. He said, I only beat myself. I'm tired of coming up short. And it's so true. I, I, you know, I, I said it years ago that I thought by this point, Adrian Broner would be headlining pay-per-views. But all he can manage to do is, you know, get split decisions on PBC. And it's just not doing anything for him. You would think that somebody with his braggadocio, his swag, the way he carries himself, he, he was being made to be the mini Floyd Mayweather, but when he uh, stepped up against uh, Marcos Maidana and Sean Porter, and that uh, I expected him to win against Sean Porter, 
you know, terrible decision from me. Oh, no, it just didn't work out for him. And the thing was, I remember the final round of, of uh, the, the Porter fight, the first punch he throws knocks Porter down. And I thought, you know, if you had stuck to that the whole fight, this could have been totally different. So putting him against a fighter like Mikey Garcia, who has only had, uh, I believe, two fights within the past three years. But the way he's looked in those fights, unbelievable. Oh my gosh. He's one of those guys, just surefire talent. He looks awesome. And yet I've read interviews, I've seen interviews with him. It almost seems like he doesn't really care that much about boxing. Like, he, he knows that it's something that he's good at, but, you know, th- there's probably other stuff that he'd like to be doing as well, but he's undefeated, 36 wins, no losses, no draws, 30 wins coming by way of knockout, he's won titles at lightweight, super featherweight, and featherweight. He says that after this fight, which is uh, contracted at 140 pounds, that he's going to go back to the lightweight division, but if Broner wins... Uh, Oddly enough, Broner's two losses both came above 140 pounds. The Porter fight, I believe, was 144-pound catch weight, and uh, the Marcos Maidana fight was at 147, the welterweight division. But I, I think this is a great chance for Broner to redeem himself. If he trains properly, stays disciplined, imagine uh, what a victory over an undefeated fighter like Mikey Garcia would do for him. It would show that he can once again become a pound-for-pound player and establish himself as a superstar in this sport because he's got the opportunity, but a lot of times he seems to be catching more attention for his out-of-the-ring antics than whatever he does inside the ring. It's true. But uh, regardless, that fight is happening July 29th. I'm really hoping I got that night off of work because if not, I think I will just ask my boss, you know what, I I, I think I'm going to take this Saturday off. But (laughs) either way, like I said, really looking forward to that fight. And that's all we've got for you this week for this podcast. But I can assure you next week there is going to be another podcast because I'm going to give you my prediction for the Ward Kovalev rematch as well as going through the latest episode of their 24-7 series. So look forward to that. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash boxingforfree. Be like Arislandi Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stavern, Miller Zizek, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers and hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to youtube.com slash boxingforfree and like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash boxingforfree page. You can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, give us a review and let everyone know that the Boxing for Free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next time. It's over? Wow. I can't wait for the next episode. Whenever that is, am I right?